0: this is tom kuzmanis former canadian men's national team player nine-time
1: canadian champion and you're listening to the pro sports podcasters we are the pro sports podcasters where no sport is left behind
0: it's time for another episode of the pro sports podcasters with your hosts nee wallace bruce corbert durand and justin williams
1: Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. My name is Colbert Ron. Today I've got Terry with me, one of the NFT collectors on our PSP Insiders Discord. Terry, how's it going?
0: Good. Thank you, Kobe. You can reach me at Terry H on the Discord. Thank you for having me.
1: Always, buddy. Always. And today we're going to talk a little bit about something new, something that's just come up because of the World Cup. It's a special, special year. We'll see how things go in Qatar, but we're not here to talk about that. What We're here to talk about actually is the Global Cup, which is a fantasy World Cup variant put on by the SoRare NFT platform. Terry, you've been playing SoRare football, soccer for quite some time now.
0: Correct, about a year.
1: Okay, so you're well versed in the SoRare system. So when the Global Cup was announced, were you excited about it? Were you disappointed it's going to interrupt the the usual tournaments that were going on or how does the global cup appeal to you
0: i'm a big soccer fan and the world cup is a you know four year opportunity to see the best players play together on their national teams or represent their national teams and for so rare to uh basically come up with a tournament that will allow different managers to participate and follow the world cup through each game and and select their particular teams is going to be a great involvement for the fans and great involvement uh, for everybody that participates and that likes soccer.
1: Yeah, so for me, it's a bonus. One, I'm a big fan of soccer. Two, I had gotten involved with the Solar platform just recently. I've only been on it for a couple of weeks, really. Got a feel for it. And then this was announced and I thought, wow, here's a way to actually get something out of the soccer slash football side because one thing I I realized early on it was that to compete in the regular soccer tournaments as a a newcomer to the platform it's difficult correct correct yeah now something I did want to stress here is that you can play any of the so rare tournaments for absolutely free they have a free version that just involves common cards which is what the global cup includes right it's absolutely free doesn't cost you anything to play
0: exactly and these cards you'll be able to keep uh after the tournament is over now we're just talking about the common cards not the uh limited we'll get into the different tiers i guess somewhat later in the you know in the podcast Uh, but it's just the common cards that you can play for free and you can keep those cards as well
1: But like any of the common tournaments they have, you can win some of the limited, which are the actual NFT cards.
0: Correct. Yes, yes.
1: And those would be the ones that you would keep as uh, competitive cards or just collectibles? Those you can sell, those
0: you can keep, those you can trade. Uh, The common cards are not sellable. They're not really true NFTs. They're just digital, basically, copies. Um so you can't sell them, you can't trade them, you can't buy additional players. You're just basically allowed to play the game, you know, at no cost.
1: So you and I were discussing this earlier and the one thing that really appealed to you about competing in the Global Cup is that it allows you to select specific players that would be difficult to get normally outside of the Global Cup in the regular games, right?
0: Correct. Yes. Uh, so rare is giving all managers the opportunity to add the marquee stars to their galleries, which normally you would have to score very high and it would be very difficult to get an opportunity to collect this many quality players for my particular situation to enhance my gallery. But if you're a new user to give you a way of getting on the platform and still feel like you have players that you can compete with.
1: Now, by the time this is all said and done, by the time this this Global Cup tournament is concluded at the end of the World Cup, you're probably going to have like another 20 odd players to add to your collection, correct? Correct. Uh Uh-huh. So, now, none of these players you have already in your collection?
0: None of them I have already, right. They're all going to be new ads.
1: So, really, before this tournament even begins, you've already won?
0: Correct, correct. I feel pretty good about uh, my chances of actually improving my team, my Soul Rear Gallery, through the various processes with the winning of cards each game week. And also, when we get to the the Sweet 16, we get 50 more points to add those players, again, that are competing in the next round. So you can really look at this as an opportunity of basically adding players that are going to be playing late in the tournament. What I thought was some of the players that I picked, like Cannavaro, because he plays for Uruguay, they may not make it to the Sweet 16. So I had to take a gamble of getting him now because I may not win his card in any of the group stages. And I may not, he may not be available if Uruguay gets eliminated from being able to select him with my 50 points. So he's such an important part of my gallery that I made the sacrifice to get him now versus losing him later. Uh, was my strategy
1: there. Yeah, no, you're, the, the strategy that you employed in selecting your squad is very unique in comparison to the majority of people I spoke to, including myself, because we were all kind of looking at this as a win now situation. Pick the best possible players with our points to give us the best opportunity to win prizes in this specific tournament. But you're looking at it as a not only give you an opportunity to win now, but to give yourself a better opportunity to win later. So it's a little different about how you selected your, your squad, but it's, it's an interesting perspective because we don't get to see that from that many people, at least on this side of the pond, because it's still a relatively new platform to most people in North America.
0: Correct. Correct.
1: Now, for me, it's entirely different, right? I, I play right. so rare football, but I play it somewhat casually. I haven't been on the platform that long, so I haven't gotten that familiar with the football or soccer side of things. So I was looking at it like getting the most for my... 100 points to give myself the best possible chance of winning now. And I went through about 15 different versions of my team before I settled on on the eight I was going to roll with. And then there are a number of different people who are just casual soccer fans who would only watch soccer during a World Cup, who have decided to hop on this platform for the first time. They've never been on it before and select their first eight players to give themselves an opportunity to not only have a chance to win something, but enjoy the games just that much more, because when you've got a player involved in a game, it makes it that much more fun to watch. Absolutely. Now, do you watch many of the league games during the regular season? Pretty much, yeah. On
0: the weekends, well, actually during the week as well. I watch the EPL, uh, Serie A, the French League, um, the Mexican League, and the MLS. So also uh the German League as well and uh sometimes some of the Spanish league if I can get uh some of the broadcasts.
1: So that that's a lot. That that that's a lot of that's a lot of soccer. <laughs> that, that's a fair amount. That that is a fair amount. You yeah, you can say you're a dedicated soccer slash football fan. <laughs> right? So you you've got a pretty good idea of what's going on. But for the casual fan. I mean, someone like you, it makes complete sense as to why you had gotten into the SoRare platform and you've invested in some of the NFTs on it and you're competitive in that nature. But for a casual fan, why would they want to get into a sports NFT platform and why would, say, this Global Cup be the place to begin?
0: I think, well, one, it's going to give you an opportunity to win a lot of prizes. I know everybody enjoys getting something for free. So this is an opportunity to get some exposure to a different type of product that's a little bit unique than some of the other NFT products that are out uh, on the marketplace. Uh, I think So Rare does things a little bit different. They've done a, a really good job with their so rare soccer site, and i think anybody that uh is a casual fan will enjoy just going on the site it's easy to onboard it's a very user-friendly site and um, once you get on it it's pretty fun to play the free-to-play game and if you get these good comments from the world cup you're going to have a pretty good chance of coming away feeling that you can make progress. Sometimes you play the NFT games and without a progression bar, you just feel that, geez, I'd never win anything. And then you get up, you know, frustrated and you leave. This mm-hmm. gives you a chance to stay connected with the platform and really feel that there's an opportunity to progress within the game. And that's important for rare, and it's important for the users as well.
1: Yeah. And I I think the fact that it's completely free, I, th- I think that's a, such a big deal here. And that the fact that you didn't even need to have this particular tournament to join it. And yeah. And I think in, in this particular case, one, it's a free-to-enter tournament, a free-to-play platform. Sure, you can choose to invest in some of the more valuable NFTs and play in some of their sort of pay-to-play tournaments as a result of that, but it's unnecessary. And for a lot of people, NFTs are still a very unusual and unknown thing, and you may hear about it, and you've may, you may may have seen it on some other platforms, but none of those platforms offer you a free sort of entry. And I, I think that's what's most appealing to me as somebody who's relatively new to this is that I can comfortably tell a friend, "Hey, you should pop on this and, and give it a go," because there's nothing at risk, right? And and that's something I've had to be a little bit choosy with previous to joining the the SoRoar platform because every other sports NFT entity out there, there's a cost involved. Yeah, and if somebody yes. spends money, they're going to want something solid in return. And you may not always get that. And you may not have the patience for it or you might just find it a frustrating experience so why did you spend money in the first place at least here you get an opportunity to try it out see if it's for you see if you enjoy it and if you do and choose to spend some money after by all means go ahead and do so but you don't ever even have to ever spend a cent and you could be on this platform for years enjoying yourself depending if whether or not if it's your sport and sure we're talking you know we're talking about the World Cup here because of the special tournament being involved, but they do have NBA basketball as well and Major League Baseball as well. And you played both, correct? Correct. Now, is a very similar experience on both the MLB and NBA side as it is to the football side?
0: In some ways, it's similar
1: in terms of the scarcity, in terms of uh,
0: basically how the tournaments are ran, but the games are a little bit different in terms of how they're structured. The baseball game is structured a little bit more like the soccer game where you can take the best players and compete, but the basketball game has an interesting twist with a salary cap that allows a lot of managers to win, and you can't just stack. The best players. So there's a little strategy involved, a lot of luck involved, and not the same guys are going to win every week. So in basketball, you have uh, new winners and people winning every week with the salary cap, and I think that's making it fun for a lot of people to join.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I've actually written an article on which is the best sports NFT, and the answer may surprise you, but I'll include a link to that in the description below of this particular podcast. So you can go check out the article and find it a little bit more about not just the SoRare platform, but some of the other platforms, including the Dapper Labs platforms, the DraftKings platform, Panini, Candy Digital, a number of the big players that are producing sports NFTs. And each one has their own sort of niche that they that they address and a different kind of collector that maybe they target, but you'll be able to decide which one's for you. But no matter what that may be, if you just want to dip your toe into the ocean and get a feel for it, I would suggest you go ahead and give the Global Cup a go. Even if the first games are underway, you can still join. You They have prizes for each individual game week. They have prizes For when they get to the round of 16 so you don't need to start from the very beginning you can come in a little bit late and still enjoy yourself still select your players and go through the whole process so give that a try and i'll give you an idea of what sports NFTs are all about and whether or not they're for you appreciate having you on terry
0: thank you very much i've enjoyed the time together and if we can get some new users i think you won't be disappointed with this particular tournament
1: thanks for tuning into the podcast For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website, www.prosportspodcasters.com.
0: On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and
1: deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasters experience. We're No No sport. Sport is left behind.